This is Wandering Wanders, two ordinary guys wondering about extraordinary things. That I couldn't tell you what the question was. Well, you yeah, cannot. You can't prep it, I guess. Jo- you, it's Joseph, right off the cuff. No, it's got. To, I'm a man of spontaneity. You know that. Uh, and we're back, folks. Here we are, wandering wanders. Episode five. Episode five. Episode five. Now that's a wonder, right there. We've done Truly. it. Really, we are. We've made it. This is. This is it. We this thought is we made peak. it on the second episode, but really, the fifth episode is is it's making it. Five weeks of this. That's, that's enough a, that you can binge deal. it now. It'd be not, a short bench. Not that, <laughs> you, could, not that many people would, but... Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe one day. You know, I had just on a, as a side topic, there's... So when you, like, list the podcast on yeah. iTunes and everything, you have to, like, input an email. And yeah. I got an email today... No way. About the about the podcast, yeah. No way. It was totally an ad, but... Oh, <laughs> was, no. But it was, it was an email. I was like... I, I, was I like, saw it come through, and I was like, wow... Uh, we have a like a fan or something. It's because it said like we found your podcast on. Wow, and long time listener, long time listener. <laughs> <laughs> Short time answer. Um, My anyways, mom's a long time listener. We have a lot of those. I mean, it it doesn't take much. We have none of those. <laughs> no, that is not true. I mean, it's we five have weeks. five podcasts. <laughs> more than a month. It's a long time. Of, of, oh gosh, of yes. Yes. Um, yes. So, question, just to kind of get question. get things going this week. Um, I've had a long time dream oh. with my little brother of being a commentator. Really? Um, yes. Got a great I voice for just it. Just find it fascinating. Really. Um, and kind of invigorating. I think it takes a special kind of skill to keep people uh, engaged in something that's happening in front of them. You, and to do that well. You know? You're right because they um, could just watch it. Why do they want to hear you? Yeah. But I mean, you do want to come really makes the so like Rich, right? Like Rich, Rich is pretty good. Uh, one of the seminarians for Mobile uh, was commenting on our kickball game. Yeah, and it really just changed the dynamic. It of the added entire, to it, and, entire... and people have been quoting it to me still. People all the time will be like, "Eli, well-known homeschooler." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it just it just adds so much to it, which is. Yeah, it's just cool, and it takes a very special ability to do that. Yeah. I don't know if I have that ability because it, it's the ability to talk about, or one to be so intimate with the subject that mm. like you can talk about things yeah. kind of in yeah. that dead space, but also just like the ability to fill that space. You gotta think on your yeah. feet. Really Otherwise, you well. get commentary that's like, well. You got to score points to win the game, and yeah. it's like, great, you're an Thank idiot. Thank you. So, you should commentate <laughs> just... on something like those robot battles. Oh man, uh, where they just little like watch those as a kid. <laughs> I watched those as an adult. I would <laughs> watch them now if they still came on. Actually, I've Doesn't seen it? some YouTube channels. Oh yeah, oh, there's YouTube, YouTube channels. channels. It's a, um, it's a big deal, I think, for some people. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, so the question is, if you were to be a commentator, oh really, for something, what would you want to commentate on? Honestly. Golf, but mm. I would not be a good golf commentator, so to speak. Which would make it amazing. It, that's the, here, and here's the other thing also. So I was doing this the other day. I was in JJ's room and he was watching golf. And I am not a golfer, for all you folks out there who don't know. Joseph, he's a golfer. I dabble. I, that's, that's not true. You've been dabbling a lot this year, though. Nah, that's um, <laughs> but uh, I'm not a golfer. I went once this summer, and it's so much harder than I thought it was going to be. But still, I've... I, Watching golf 
it's either, there's only two options, incredible or super boring. And the only yep. way if it's incredible for me is if I'm constantly making fun of the people golfing. You've kind of got to, yeah. It, it, so if I, I think it'd be so much fun to be a commentator that is just constantly making fun of the golfers, these professional golfers who are incredible and just being like, that's stupid. You missed the hole. Um, that, honestly, that would be the pinnacle. If I were to commentate on something that I like, like volleyball or something, I feel like I would be too, too like, focused and like, yeah, they hit the ball and someone hit it back. Okay, but like, but golf. Otherwise, you could just show him, well, white shirt guy. I mean, he totally <laughs> shanked that one. I don't know. Yeah. Is the ball this supposed could... to do that? I don't know. Why are you wearing sunglasses? It's dark outside. You don't look cool. You don't play golf at night. <laughs> um, yeah, you you play golf at night. Well, we did the other day. Yeah. yeah. It was terrible. I did so poorly. Yeah. Wait, what would you commentate? Robot well, fight? I, well. I have gotten to commentate on something before. What was that? Uh, it was a it was a Baja like racing. What thing? Yes. Did you not know that? I thought I no. Oh, I guess how I did you, you experience cool. this? So when I was in college, I was working for this company um, that was partnered with the like National College Association of Engineers, and they were the tech company for it. And so for the summers, they would. Um, they would supply everything for their races. And mm-hmm. part of that was a, a live streamed broadcast. And we were, I was over at Mike's house over the summer and he was teaching me like about all the equipment so I would know how to use it. And uh, when the race was happening, he was like, hey, you want to just like commentate for an hour or whatever? And <laughs> I don't know anything about this. Yeah. <laughs> so it, was, it was literally me just asking a ton of questions. Um, which actually turned out in my mind to, to be pretty solid. Um, because the guy who I was commentating with was an expert in it, uh, you know? And uh-huh, so he uh-huh. was like, Oh, well, this is why they do this. Here are the rules. Uh, here are the regulations. Yeah, I guess and that's so it, good. It actually turned into kind of a conversation, which was pretty cool. Uh, um, yeah, I would have just been like, Whoa! It was Whoa! pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. But once you get over that, you have to say something. You, know? <laughs> you don't need to get over it. Uh, come on. Um, you gotta live so your I life. have done it before. But I think if I were to commentate on something, I would want it to be like something that you just don't have commentators on. Like a, I don't know, like a chess tournament or something. <laughs> or, I, ooh, as a meta thing, I would love to commentate on commentators. Oh, that would be hilarious. Ah, wow, that so, could be good. That could be really yes. good. Commentate on commentators. Wow, that's um, good. It's the meta commentation. There we go. It's the good stuff. Good. Hey, there it is. The <laughs> dreams. The dreams come out on so, Wondering Wonders. Um, well, we better get into the real question. We yeah, it's the, we're really uh, elongating the intro yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll start with a prayer. Good. And since it's uh, Our Lady of Victory today, we'll do a mm-hmm. Hail Mary. Good. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Our Lady of Victory. Pray for us. Pray for us. Awesome. So today's topic was actually what I wanted to talk about two weeks ago, mm. and we wandered as the title of the podcast. Bless so the Lord. Um, yeah. So I want to talk about technology. Technology. Um, which is... 
kind of an insane idea given the society we live in right now. (laughs) We don't need um, to talk about it because it talks about us. Because we're literally speaking into your ear holes right now (laughs) (laughs) via podcast. Yes, that's true. Which is pretty crazy. Um, Yes. So before we start the podcast, I would like to say uh, by trade and profession, I guess, prior to seminary, I was a programmer. So like... Technology. I live, eat, and breathe technology. You eat technology. I do, yeah. <laughs> uh, have you seen sliced bread? <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, that was invented in Chillicothe, Missouri. No. I went it. through there this year, oh, bringing my sister that, so yeah. to uh, Benedictine. Shout out. Um, yeah, so I, I know technology well. Yes. But... Yeah, we'll just start with that, and then we'll see where the see where and the conversation. I am terrible with technology. Would prefer, in many cases, not technology, but also have used. I mean, I'm I'm a millennial or whatever the heck we are. I'm not a millennial. We're what are we Gen X? What's one before? No, we're millennials. All right, I'm a millennial. Yeah, we're millennials. I I've used technology. Uh, I grew up on a farm. Technology makes things a lot easier in a lot of situations. So, well, I yeah. think before we go further, how oh. how would you define technology? Because that oh. seems to be a pretty general. That is very general. Oh wow! How would I define technology? Well, because like, so I said, sliced bread. Like that's technically technology. No, the you... bread is not technology. The slicing of it is, though. The slicing. So is. yeah. Okay. Are I we would going say... that broad, or I is would... this? A... I don't know. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> I don't want to go that broad. But. No, I mean, so I don't know. I, when I think of technology, usually I'm talking about electronics uh, okay. for the most part. Okay. Electronics, things that use power to do things. So like, you know, a wedge for a door could be technology, but that's not that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about smartphones, computers, TVs, mostly things with a screen a lot of the time, but also just like machines um, tractors are technology, cars are technology. Uh, but usually I would say things in my mind, it's things that use electricity or some sort of power to do something. Including human power or no? So like a push mower, does that count as technology? I would say yes, but not because of the pushing. So like a scythe, I wouldn't count as technology. It would do the same thing, but That's it's got a, okay. it's got a motor, so I would say, yeah. Now, in a broader definition, <laughs> I would say, yes, okay, aside this technology. But, like, when I'm generally talking about technology, I'm talking about energy-driven, like, like electrical things and stuff. Cool. Well, let's limit the conversation. It's good. It's good to define terms. We, we're seminarians. Define terms. We define things. Well, I was talking to Alex Crow the other day, and he was like, it is the most Catholic thing to define your terms. Um, I like which, that. I mean, given the reading we're doing in early church history, very true. Very important. <laughs> so, Gosh, you say one wrong um, word and yeah. So let's window. so let's confine windows. Um, so let's <laughs> confine our conversation specifically to electronics, because um, I think nowadays technology kind of that takes the the context of yes. circuits, electricity, electronics. Um, so anything that's driven by electronics. Yes. Let's go with that. I like that. Cool. So what would you say your relationship with technology is then? Is then? 
my relationship with technology. Well, I think it can make some pretty great podcasts it available can. to people. Available uh, through um, Spotify and iTunes. <laughs> Oh, man. So I would say, in general, my immediate thought is negative when it comes to technology. Mm. Now, like, if I'm thinking about yeah. it. On the other hand, I use it left and right. I have a smartphone. Sometimes I wish I didn't have a smartphone. But, like, I, I, I have a smartphone, and it's nice to be able to text and Google things and use GPS on it. I... Uh, you know, I will watch TV every now and again. Uh, I love watching movies. So, like, that that's a big thing. So, like, as far as in practicality, I, I use technology a lot. Hmm. But as far as, like, kind of in the idea of it, uh, I would say I kind of have a negative opinion of technology. Would you see, or would you say negative in the sense that you think it's bad? Or... <sighs> I would say negative in the sense that I think it has had a negative effect. I don't think it's bad in a it of itself. A negative effect on you or a negative on effect me on me? And, but especially, I'd say, on society. Mm, but I don't one. think that it is necessarily having a negative effect on society. I think that the way it's used and depended upon has mm. a negative effect on society. Okay. So it's the dependence specifically that... Uh, that's definitely a big thing, yeah. That, I would say I would say probably the biggest thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I I I, I think generally I would agree with that. Mm. Um, As someone who lives, eats, sleeps, and eats and breathes and eats all technology, of specifically <laughs> eating three. Meals. Yeah, I yeah. You have to have three meals a day. Uh, so exactly. It's just, exactly. It's natural. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think generally I would agree with that. Um. I would like to say it is neutral, like as a technology. I think most technology is neutral um, because it's up to the user, right, to determine yeah. whether or not it will be used for good or used yeah. for evil. Um, and I think technology, as we see it now, is... I don't know. I think, I think generally I see it used poorly. Yes. Um, it seems to, I, I guess when I think of technology, I think of it as taking advantage of me. Really? The technology taking advantage of you? Is it, okay, question. Is it the technology taking advantage of you? Or is it somebody using technology to take advantage of you? Well, I think we're kind of getting into the point, this is kind of a weird subject, but I think we're kind of getting into the point where People have created technology that can take advantage of me. Yeah. So, I mean, when you, if, if you want to take the deep dive into how, like, Google provides results for you or how Amazon provides suggestions oh, or yeah, how yeah, yeah. Uh, YouTube continues to recommend stuff to you, like, mm. all of those things are designed so that I don't leave, right? Yeah, gross. Um, like literally designed that way because yeah. they're centered around ad revenue and uh, what what's it called when you sell something? Referrals, yeah. So it's ad revenue and referrals. And so if, if your entire business model is centered around that, then your goal when I come to that website is to keep me on it as long as possible, right? Yeah, absolutely. So in that sense, like, yeah, I think it's, people have designed technology so that I am taken advantage of, mm. or at least my time is, which mm. in essence is me, but yeah. 
Um, yeah, what do you think about that? No, I think that's definitely true, and I think that that, that goes along with, like what we were saying, the, the negativity of dependency. is like the things have been made so that you, air quotes, can't live without them. Uh, you know, like, hmm. thing, like phones are designed to do everything, and like you constantly need the newest update and stuff because we're, we, they want you to be so dependent on it that you can't live without it. And I think that that dependency is taking away, in a sense, from our humanity. Like hmm. what, when we become dependent on something, I think we almost try and like take it and shove it into our nature. And be like, I need this to be me. I need this to, like, function. It's like on uh, The Office when, uh, what's his name, can't leave his phone for, like, trivia night or whatever. Oh, Ryan. Uh, Ryan's like, no, yeah. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I would rather I would rather not do <laughs> trivia night than do my phone. <laughs> um, but, like, that's a real thing. Yeah. Especially, gosh, you look at young people today. Uh, I mean, people our age and down, like, People don't know how to function without their phones. I think for me, one of the things that I have noticed with myself, and like I'm trying to live a very intentional life that's not mm-hmm. dependent on technology, yeah. but still am in a lot of ways. My phone is so easily a safe space. So yeah. like if I'm ever uncomfortable at all, I reach into my pocket and check my phone. It's and kind of like a portable room, you know? Yeah, because like you, can... you shut down from the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I loved uh, on my, on focus mission trips. You'd go to all these incredible countries, and you had a technology fast. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. don't take your phone with you. Uh, we when I was on mission trips, a lot of times we would have one person that was the designated photographer, so that, like you never had to have your phone on you because they would take pictures of yeah. stuff and it would like switch throughout the days and stuff. But I loved that. Because suddenly, world begins at the end of your comfort zone, and like I didn't have that to go back to, and like I was so much more able to encounter things. Like you know, we're in the Galapagos Islands, and I see uh, the the blue footed booby, and I'm not. I'm, I'm, a, it's a bird. Uh, what? It only exists in the, in the Galapagos Islands. The blue footed booby. Blue footed, you said. It is. They have blue feet. <laughs> um, but uh, they, uh, it looks like a puffin, kind of. But uh, so, blue footed booby, I see it and I'm not it's like, amazing. oh my gosh, I have to take out my phone and take a picture. I'm like, would you look at that? And I have to actually. That's a puffin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's a blue footed booby. Uh, but I have to like take it in and look at it. And I think that I, I, it annoys the heck out of me sometimes when like. There's like a pretty sunset on a Mount Beach or something. I'm mm. like, mm, soak it in. Here we go. And like I look around and everybody's just like taking pictures. Like yeah. we've we have come to, in many senses, prefer viewing the world through a screen. Mm. Because it looks better. I mean, th- this podcast right now, our voices sound better than real life. Yes. I like it better than, than uh, real life. We joke about this actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eli came in and sat down and he said Let's go back into virtual world yeah. where our voices sound incredible. Exactly. Uh, and so it's like we, we've come to think that technology makes things better, which I think has made the real world seem less. And that is just such a lie. But it's not entirely a lie is the thing. And that's why I think it's, that's why I think it's so uh, profound is because like technology at its at its core is a tool. 
it's a tool first. And yes. when it becomes more than a tool, when it becomes a dependency, like you said, like I think that's where it kind of switches. But you can't deny the fact that ultimately technology has given us, like as a society, as a people, a profound access to knowledge, a profound access to each other um, and in, a, in a way that is never ever before been seen or probably even dreamed of you know now that said i i don't disagree in terms of we're we're kind of at the point where it's we almost romanticize the screen yeah <laughs> as to, yeah uh the reality in front of us but yeah i i think it's convincing because it offers so much good that you can package in a little dependency in there too but i yeah here's disagree with me Fight i me. i am gonna really disagree with you in a sense here i i think that it it has it has made us think that what it's doing is better than in a sense like you know the real world outside of technology but in reality, it's taken away our ability to see things that are good outside. So, I for example, that. like yeah. if you climb a mountain and you like look out over the landscape, there, there's so much there. But after like 10 seconds, you're like, okay, good. But like a picture of that mountain view, you're like, wow, I wish I could go there. I, and like, but when you get there, it's not what you expect. And, you know, like you saw this picture, you thought it'd be incredible because it has all this like color and definition and all mm. these things that, that apply to one sense. But like when you're on a mountaintop, you have just climbed a mountain. Yeah. There's all the experience you, around. There's it. experience yeah. around it. You, you feel it's a little bit chilly out. Like the lighting's not perfect. And like, you know, maybe there's some clouds in the way you can't see everything. And like, we've taken those things to be bad when I think that they're really good because it's the reality that God is giving us. Okay, let me give you a, an alternate. Okay. Because um, I, I kind of struggle with this one, actually. Hmm. Um, given the reality of long-distance communication, ah. the fact that like you can call your family via phone, yep. transmit your voice literally across the United States, hmm. Whenever you want to. Is it better that you're able to do that with the compromise that it is absolutely a lesser reality than actually being face-to-face to someone, but with the realization that it does lessen that interaction as opposed to not being able to do that at all? That is a great question. Um, ooh. I call my family every week, at least once a week. So do I. Yeah. Uh, I I love talking to my parents. I love getting Snapchats of my nieces and nephews so much. Um, it makes me feel a lot like part of home. Oh, man. But I think... I feel like I got to think more about this, but this is what I'm saying right now. I don't know whether I would stick to this if I if I thought long and hard yeah. about it, but this is what's about to come out of my face. Um, here it is. Here it is, folks. Um, I think that 
in a sense, technology can never grasp the fullness of anything. No. And so in having phone calls, Mm -hmm. we have now reduced... Now, okay, we can't we can't necessarily reduce human relationship, <coughs> um, but uh, we have trained ourselves to think that human relationship is mostly focused on the same thing you can do over a phone, on like talking. Mm-hmm. When there's so much more, and I think that actually, in my experience, and I don't know, I don't know or think if this is universal, but in my experience, if you go to other cultures where uh, like people have less technology, so for example, when I was in Rwanda, uh, people were way more physical. Yep. And I yep. think that part of that is because they understand human relationships as more of a totality of what it is, like this experience of. Being with another person includes not only your voice, mm-hmm. but physically being with that other person. It includes memories and future. Uh, like it includes where you are at that moment. It's a full the body dirt. experience. It, it's yeah. not just a full body, but like a whole world experience. Yeah. Like you are in that particular point in the world yeah. together yeah. Or with each other. You're seeing the same things. You're in a lot of senses, you're feeling the same things. And I think that. By having things like technology, even with like video calls, like you still, it, technology can never encompass. And I think that that makes us settle almost. And I think that, yeah, like I said, you know, you go to a place where they have like te- less technology, they hold human relationships higher than we do because there's so much more to a human relationship. Okay, then I think the next follow up for that would be so because of this technology, we are now able to keep up with way more people. Yeah. Uh, that otherwise, it just wouldn't be possible to do. Yeah. Um, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> really laying yeah. them on to you. Uh, that, and I like it. I like that. I would say that, oh gosh. Do you want some time to think? No, I, I, I'm going to say, here, let me back up one thing, actually, also. Okay. So back up to the last question. After everything I just said about phone calls, I am going to call my parents just as much. Yeah. I'm going to talk to my family just as much. And the fact that I think that that is reducing relationship at this point is not going to stop me from doing it. Hmm. I'm not sure whether that's just because I'm dependent on it or whether it's really not bad and it actually is a good thing. Yeah, that's where I wrestle. Because so. I love, it gives me so much life to talk to my parents. Yeah. I, I love, I could, I, I, you know, like when I was in high school, I would talk to my parents. But like now that I've left, I could talk to my parents forever. I love it. They're hilarious. They think deeply. They're fun. I, you know, I call and talk to my little sister at Benedictine. Shout out Lily. Uh, and like, you know, we can have hey, good Lily. conversations. <laughs> uh, I talk to my brother Simon. He's terrible at talking on the phone. Uh, so, you know, uh, we, we're all busy. It's like, yeah. did you move the tree stand? Yeah. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Actually, usually it is no. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that that. So they they fill me with longing is what it is. So, like, phone calls yeah. make me miss people. Is that good? I think it is. I, th- I think um, I agree with that. So I think, I think the problem starts to arise when the phone call becomes a replacement 
to the actual physicality, right? Mm. Like when I allow the phone call to be the relationship, I think, I think it'd be kind of to make an analogy, I guess, uh, would be like being in a long distance relationship and staying in a long distance relationship. Blech. I know, right? It just makes you <laughs> literally hurl. Yeah. Um, this is why I'm Catholic. I don't want a long distance relationship no. with God. You need I want a physicality. intimate physical yeah. relationship with God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh, man. This is a, this is a great question. I, I think that it is good to miss people. But I, 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 I think you're right when that becomes the focus of your relationship. But like, for example, us. Uh, we're here or at a parish or something more than we're at home. Yep. And so, you know, if we call our, our families multiple times a week or, or once a week, in a lot of situations, we're going to spend more time with them on the phone than otherwise. Than, than yeah. in person. Yeah. Now, does that mean that our relationship will become more about when we're on the phone because it's got a, 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 a monopoly on time? Or is it possible and, in a sense, easy that it's just like, yeah, obviously that's not going to become like what our relationship is when we're in person? Uh, I don't think it makes me less... Like, I hug my parents... And it's awesome. I, I, I hug my, my sister and my brothers. and my, I, I love getting Snapchats of my niece, but boy, there ain't nothing like going home and just playing with her yeah. and, and holding yeah. her. Um, Fills with longing. I it, mean, that's, that's uh, what it is, is. It hurts in a good way. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I was telling my mom, uh, when I get phone calls that I'm not expecting, I, like, I, I usually don't answer them. Uh, because yeah. I can't, like, I'm not mentally prepared for it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a very, it's weird. Like, so, like, like phone calls from your family? And literally anyone. Really? I, it, yeah, it really, so I love getting phone calls. Love getting phone calls because yeah. I know I'm being thought about. But if it's a random phone call, like, I'm not expecting it, I have to call that person back because I need to, like, almost bring them up <laughs> into mind and like get my like almost get psyched out to talk to them not in really? the sense of like wow i really have to psych myself up so that i'm able <laughs> these to people this, suck like, so i need to make it seem good but in the sense of like wow when was the last time i talked to them like what were they doing what am i doing like what what's happened since the That's last so time much we more talked intentional to me. and I, I don't mean that to sound like I'm, oh, I'm super intentional on the phone, but like You're I'm right. I'm really taken aback if I'm not prepared to talk to someone. Really? I, yeah. If I get a phone call I'm not expecting from somebody I'm excited to talk to, I'm like, ooh, here we go. So that's my internal reaction. Then I'm like, then I feel guilty because I'm like, but I can't talk to you right now. I'm not ready. <laughs> like I can't. I'm in the middle of something. That's, like, I'm reading. This, <laughs> wow. This is a huge difference in our personality. Uh, truly, truly. I will drop anything if something more fun comes up. And so, like, like a phone call from somebody. Yeah, like, okay, yes, here we go. Okay. Um, but, but the funny thing is, that, yeah. if you give me, like, two or three minutes, I'll call you back. I'm ready, you know. But it's the, it's the initial, if I'm not ready for it, I'm pretty... Uh, 
It's weird. And I, I, I will know. say, I'm, working on it. I'm a terrible, <laughs> I'm, on it. <laughs> I'm a terrible conversationalist on the phone. I, b- mm. because I'm a very physical person, I think is a big yeah. part of it. I use a lot of voice inflection. Like if this podcast was just me sitting in a room alone, it'd be like, I'm Eli, and today I'm going to talk to you about things I wonder about Jesus. So, what, did Jesus die? Yeah. Okay. There would but, be one episode. Know, <laughs> <laughs> it would be 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but, like, with you here, I'm able to talk to you, and, like, it, my voice changes a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm moving all over. Um, that like you guys could probably hear. Like, I'm sitting in a, like a lawn chair, kind of like a folding lawn We're chair, real fancy. and it moves. Fancy. I, I I hear it in the headphones all the time. Yeah. that's me moving. So if that, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. So I think that just like when I'm on the phone, I'm terrible. But you, I remember you called me at one point this summer, hmm. and I I literally I got off the phone. And I was like, what? Joseph is much better at talking on the phone than I am, because hmm. you were like prepared for it. And, I uh, was mentally prepared. You were mentally prepared. I was mentally prepared. And I was like, whoa, Joseph, yeah! Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah but see, that's like, that's all the calling people to mind and trying my best to allow myself to be present to that person as much as, as much as I guess I can be. Yeah. Which is obviously much yeah. Yeah. lesser than actually being yeah. there. But So, um, yeah. how did we get on this up? <laughs> Does oh, you're listen? able to keep up with more people via okay. technology. Oh, yeah, Is yeah, yeah. that a Is good that thing a good or a bad thing? thing? I knew there was a good question. We're also reaching uh, nearing, nearing time. So oh, really? To... Oh, wow. Okay, wow. Don't don't feel forced to like... I'm rushed. I feel rushed. I don't know what to do. Um, no. We can go longer. <laughs> I've gotten that feedback, <laughs> you know. Really? So. People have said that? My Yeah, my little brother said it was honestly kind of short. Uh, really? I think that I'll be, I'm a short thing kind of person. Yeah, see, um, I'm a long format kind of guy. So uh, it's the, I see, I think my this parents... Is, this is why we get along with each other, is there's the in media res. The tension. That's right, the tension. In media res, the middle road, res, no. way, thought, thing, the middle thing. Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this shows our Latin scholarship. Um... I think that it is a good thing to have more relationship with more people. I don't think it necessarily... Greater breadth, less greater depth. Greater breadth. Well, here's the thing. I don't think it necessarily means less depth. Hmm. I think you can allow it to mean less depth. Yes. I think that there also is a breadth that almost necessarily leads to less depth. But yep. I think that technology has led... To the ability to have more breadth, breadth, with the same amount of depth. I hope, I hope that that's the truth. So ultimately, greater depth and greater breadth. Not yes. greater depth, same depth. Well, cumulative. Greater breadth. Cumulatively, greater depth. I. That sounds I, like a good thing to me. But I don't think it is cumulatively greater depth. I think you're going to have the same amount of deep relationships, with or without technology, probably. Really? I don't think, uh, here's the thing, like, good friendships, real, deep, like, painfully good friendships, don't come mm. along all that often. It's not like you're like, hey, I met you, we're good friends, let me call you. Like, you have great acquaintances, you have people you have a great time with, like, real, real friendships, I don't think come along any more often because of technology, and I don't think that they're deepened by technology. I think that you can have 
more connection with more people, which is a good thing. Yeah, I think that might be sustained, but I guess not deepened. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think it, it's more. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it is a great question, though. And I think that, I think one of just the really important things that we have to do is to ask these questions about technology. Because our culture so much takes technology for granted. I remember when kids didn't have smartphones. I remember when my parents didn't have cell phones. Like, you know. I remember dial up. Oh my gosh. My grandfather had AOL. (laughs) And I was like so fascinated by it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I remember watching like YouTube videos and like having to like your brother go look it up and then you would leave and go do something else and then come back. Yeah. Because it was had to load. Um, but yeah, and so I think that all of a sudden, very quickly, technology has taken over to a point where it's a given, and it's not a given. And, mm. uh, you know, I think we have to, and I think in a sense, we have to be willing, we don't have to necessarily change everything, but we have to be willing to long for a time before technology. Uh, because it, it, it separates our humanity from technology. We aren't saying this is a necessary part of our nature. When we go back and think, oh, man. Like, I have a dream to build a cabin, a log cabin, without any, like, electricity or anything like that. All hand tools. Hmm. Why do I have that dream? There is something mysterious and magical about that. I think to know that you could. That. Yeah. yeah. And, like, to know, like, that, that a very I am thing. not defined I, by technology. Yeah. I could do that. And uh, so I think that it really is an important thing to look at question, look at technology and question it. It doesn't mean you have to change everything. Honestly, I think we should get a lot of the technology, get rid of a lot of the technology in our yeah. life. But uh, it's not like, you know, some people are like, throw away everything, throw away like the TV and stuff. And the there's Luddites. not a lot of good stuff on TV. <laughs> there's, there's not, not yeah. a lot of good stuff on like Netflix anymore. But there are good things. I One good thing I would definitely say about technology is like, it gives me images for a lot of things. We watched yeah. Hacksaw Ridge the other night. Yeah. You finally seen it. Incredible image of the priesthood. Truly. Yeah. And that helps me think deeply on the priesthood. So there is good that can come from it, but we can't take it as a given. We have to question it. Like St. Paul says, question everything, take what is good. And I think it's mm. very important in a world that does not question technology to question it and take what's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think just kind of to wrap up, final thoughts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this week it would be worth evaluating in what ways do I use technology and in what ways does technology use me? Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, like those, those questions that I asked you are, are questions that I'm still yeah. kind of mulling on yeah. you know? and I've been mulling on for a long time um, that's that's what you're good at this is why I love oh. hanging out with you and wondering with you because I'm like mull mull gone and you're like hmm, I will think about this for years <laughs> it's been 12 years yeah. since I initially asked this question Yeah, I have oh, no gosh. answers no conclusions <laughs> that is a, a good <laughs> that is a good wonder right there a lot of thoughts um, uh, yeah Yes. So, this week, I challenge you, dear listener. Dear listener. Please. What's your relationship with technology? Mm-hmm. So, 
And with that, we'll leave you. May God bless all of your wanders. May the Lord bless and keep you and make his face to shine upon you.